live. Okay, I went live. Okay, I went live. Be cool. The timer's going. We went live. It is live. I don't see myself yet on the monitor, but okay, we're live. live. Okay, oh, yep. Live. There's cool. the, the sound bleeding into it. Very good. Let me just... Um, I don't see myself. Let yeah, me just do this again. Okay. Totally professional intro. We nailed it. Nice job. Welcome to Dojo U Live, everybody. This is our recap of the week that we like to do live on Facebook, um, where we work on some new repertoire every week with the students. The students submit a recording of them playing that tune. So they get about, I don't know, what would you say? Five days. They get five days from when the tune is announced to uh, when they submit in order to get ready. They put it up there and the results are far from perfect, generally speaking. Um, and what I'll do is I'll log into my DojoU account here for a second and I'll show you, it would appear that Fusco has already posted next week's mission. You think that's, or did you do that? One thing's for sure, Carl, I didn't do it. Um, but it looks like we're for next week, our mission is going to be to learn the first and second parts of the house of Cromdale. Don't necessarily Hoffs. memorize it, right? Hoffs. The Hawks. You got to try it with a Scottish accent, which I'm not. Uh, kind of no, I'm not. Hawks of Cromdale. I'm not trying that. Um, study and focus on displaying strong, strong. Just be quiet. I'm trying to listen to do, list this mission here, Carl. Uh, displaying strong basic rhythm and good tonal quality. That's nice. He should have capitalized that, but he did a good job. Uh, before Thursday, February 28th at 7.30 a.m. Eastern time, record the first and second parts of House of Cromdale. So like, you know, the, uh, oh yeah, look, there's this, this thing right there. So bottom line is for most people, it's Wednesday night. And that's what, that's what we do. We do that every week. We, we, we mix the repertoire up. And if you haven't noticed the pattern yet, it's something like March, Stressed Bay, Real, Hornpipe. Maybe it's Jig first. I can't remember. 6-8. Uh, 6-8 no, March comes last, doesn't it? Oh, no. 6-8 March, Hornpipe, Jig. Is that what it is? And then it repeats. So what happens over time is we get a lot of experience on all of the essential light music idioms. We get a lot of experience and really trying for that performance and to see what you can come up with. I think it's so valuable and I think that's why uh, people are improving so much. Permission to create junk though. Not every week comes out well, does it? Um, but that's just like anything. Um, John Holcomb sent me an article yesterday talking about that, the, the fallacy of, um, you know, uh, sporadic creative genius, right? It's not really a thing. You, you do it every single day and every now and then some great stuff comes out, right? That's how it works for all the great writers and so on. And then a lot of times you do not achieve anywhere near what you're looking for or anything that's any good, but that's okay. That's part of the process. And a great example is weightlifting, right? You're not going to set a new personal record every day when you go to the gym to weightlift. That's obvious, right? Um, as a matter of fact, some days you're not gonna really be able to do anywhere close to that just for whatever reason, but that's part of the process. It's really important. And then every now and then when you stick with it and the stars align the right way, 
suddenly your your uh, super strength comes out for some reason, and then you get your personal record. Maybe you maybe you have a breakthrough with your form. Maybe you you uh, focus on on your diet in the right way. Maybe you just get lucky. But a lot of times that's all it takes, uh, and then you know you can break up to the next plateau. So uh, really kind of interesting. That's what we're doing here. The dojo you. It's, it's that simple. We could go through the whole script, but it's that simple. A couple of uh, housekeeping details. This is the city of Troy. This is where the dojo is. Pirated webcam stream from the traffic cameras. As you can see, traffic is very light today. Things are happening. It's really good visibility. Carl, you can't see it, but you can see all the way to Albany pretty clearly. And you can almost see my car parked in the parking lot. And then the next housekeeping detail, why am I in such a good mood? Well, this is the last Dojo U Live before 2019 cruise. Not the last Dojo U Live ever. Um, but if you want to see, a, if you want to see sort of a contrasting mood, tune into the first one after the cruise. Um, you'll have to like change the color oh, settings awesome on your, friend. yeah, you'll have to change the color settings on your computer screen. Um, and then you just, you, you can look forward to a really salty, a more usual show, very salty, impatient, um, you know, generally grumpy kind of, uh, dojo you live. Those are coming back. Uh, this special edition brought to you by the cruise coming next week. All right, Carl, we have performances. Let's do this. All right. Well, we're going to start with Nancy. Newcomer. Uh, I believe you've got Nancy's score. Um, so we'll start playing as you dig that up. Um, do, you, do you really want me to dig it up or do you want to go to the spreadsheet, find the link and copy and paste it? I can do it. You want me to do it? I'll do it. No, I'll do it. No, I got it. Here, you got here it? Goes Nancy. Okay. this score is a little harsh um I think it is a little <laughs> but uh that's good andy's not here to defend himself so we can be super mean to him no big deal um so uh nice job nancy nancy 
And Nancy has an interesting story, Carl. Do you want to hear it? You might, I mean, you might need a refresher. So we first met Nancy on board the 2017 Dojo U Cruise. And she instantly, I mean, obviously, fell in love with the dojo and all the amazing things we do here. So she was a member by the time she got off the boat. And uh, so she's been working on it. But, you know, Nancy is, uh, she hasn't been piping super long. So uh, to tackle a tune like this, is pretty impressive. And I thought the first part actually came out pretty nice, although we're gonna talk about it. It came out pretty good. And then we just really didn't quite get the rhythms correct in the uh, second part. And really the only thing that was going on was the, the rhythm of this tack I'm here. She was going da da dee da da dee dee ga dee dum ba dee dee da dum something like that. Da dee so every time she got to that rhythm it got messed up. If she had that correctly, I think the flow of the tune would have been pretty good. Right? Um so that's good. Here's the bottom line though. Uh and and there's a little bit of background to this, which is we're gonna be performing this tune and a couple of others as a group on the cruise. We're gonna be working on them and trying to get them good. So the, the biggest thing here for Nancy is that we really shouldn't be playing embellishments yet. We should, be, we should have uh, tackled the simplified version of the tune because right now the embellishments are really getting in the way of all the other stuff. All that other stuff, right? Good, clean, Scale navigation with no crossing noises, getting all the rhythms correct, putting all the grace notes in the right spots, uh, and just generally getting that musical flow that we want, musical march expression. That, that's all way more important than embellishments. And it's going to be easy to add embellishments in once we have those things set. So it would be a lot better. And we actually have these the simplified setting written out, but it would be a lot better to have heard this. Something like that, right? I don't know exactly what it is. But uh, I didn't play any embellishments there until the very last D strike movement. For some reason I did. I don't know what's up with that. I didn't play any embellishments there, but can you hear how it's still the same tune and it can still have tons and tons of music to it, right? So, uh, Nancy, if you're out there, that's my biggest feedback is not quite ready for all of these difficult embellishments yet. Uh, you want to walk us through Andy's score, Carl, and we can and just rip into it if it when it's, you know. Um, okay, so Andy has here scale nav. Um, crossing noises tend to show up uh, in the difficult embellishments. Again, something that'd be easily addressed if we simplify. You know, maybe not every embellishment, but um, certainly the difficult ones. Um, rhythmic accuracy. Andrew already talked about that. Um, you just need to take things a little, a little slower, maybe, and really focus on getting um, the notes on the click of the metronome. By the way, uh, did Sean Fagan um, did Sean Fagan submit his recording this week? No, that I know of. Oh my goodness! Um, what a surprise! Yeah, and uh, let's see, degrace notes a little big. I don't know, uh, and definitely some sync issues happening in there. Embellishment burls not quite coming through. Tacom's very open. 
light D strike not showing steps properly. Uh, dot cut consistency. We had those issues in the second part, but also I think one out of five is one out of five is too harsh for that. Yeah, I think we should be closer towards twos for some of this stuff. Yeah, um, but we're not worried about the score. I mean, good for Nancy for submitting. That's pretty cool. She figured out how to use drop the Dropbox upload button and everything. It was great. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're on the right, right track here. I think we're just a little harsh. Yeah, and so this might have been the first one that he did. And oh yeah. Who knows whether he'd had his coffee first? Yeah, I mean, he uh, he probably has a lot of pent up anger that he has to get out. As, so. as we know well, the 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 quality and the the scoring level depends greatly on the amount of caffeine currently in our systems. I wonder if we could do like a warm-up. I wonder if we could have like a warm-up one. I mean, that would mean more work, so we would never do it. But we should have like a randomized performance. Like we should gather a bunch of these performances. Sean should just su submit for us, and we'll use that as a warm-up. Oh, there you go. Uh, but we should, have, we, should, uh, we should put all these in a bucket and get warmed up and and we should agree on the score so like let's have 10 of them listen to it submit your score compare it to the score we actually kind of agree is correct and you might be able to get calibrated before you get started yeah not a half bad idea no it's 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 about half about good it. actually it's about half good yeah all right, are we ready for another? Nice job, Nancy. Uh, that's definitely a great foundation for the cruise, and we're going to dig deep and uh, extract tons of good music. I was talking with Rob Matheson yesterday. We're going to split the group up, you know, a, to a certain degree, not all the time or anything. We're going to split the group up into, like, advanced and mediums and uh, beginners, and Rob thinks he can get the beginners to blow better tone than the advanced. Ha, 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 ha. Lesson grade bad habits. That's an interesting interesting game we can play we'll see I like that there you go <clears throat> I think are we ready here Andrew uh, Jim Roberts in the comments says fascinating what do you think he's referring to like that I'm particularly fascinating very fascinating specimen I mean <laughs> yeah Yep. Okay. I'm assuming I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna assume that he is referring to my general overall, uh, what do, what do you call it? Vibe. We'll go with that. All right. Here comes Stu.
Who did this one? You or Fusco? I did this one. Yeah. So, um, so I'll talk you through the score here. Okay. We've got um, a couple of small crossing noises, definitely some phantom crossing noises, like in the second part between bar, bars one and two, where we have some false fingering. The, uh, da, da. Right, we got a little of that going on there. Um, and then rhythmic accuracy. This was one of the bigger problems, generally a little bit ahead. It was really was good bad. in the first part, though. Yeah, first part was nice. Um, yeah. But then we, had, we get to uh, the third part, sorry, the second part, and we're super early on the cut notes. Um, also, here's, um, same thing in the bar, bar seven. Uh, we're, getting, we're going early to those tacums, bar seven, also known as the cut dot rhythms um, throughout. And so that, that was causing rushing. Um, single grace note quality I thought was pretty good. Maybe we need to work a little on separating doublings, but um, not the, a huge focus, I think. Nice grips. D-throws have a little bit of a strike in it. Um, yeah, D-throws aren't right. A D-grace note to see. So you want to watch out for that guy a little bit. Uh, dot cut quality and consistency. I was a little conflicted here because there was some really great work throughout. Um, but then we've got some issues with the cut notes being on the beat. The first part... Really early. There was also a couple of examples like here in um, the end of bar one of the second part where the D came super early. The, so, the first part... I settled there because it was overall was nice. The first part... On the right track. The first part should have been like 3.5, but the second part right. was so... The rhythm was so rushed and not right and sometimes just incorrect that, um, you know, it, it wasn't, wasn't nearly as good. Unfortunately, which is too bad because the first, I really thought the first part was like a giant breakthrough. First two, like it sounded really nice. But the second part, like almost like maybe he put a ton of work into the first part. And, and so that same approach needs to be given to the second part. Um, because, uh, yeah. Okay. Because I was like, how's the score so low? As I was listening to the first part, I was like, oh man, how's the score so low? But then sure enough, there's a lot of issues that crept in in the second part. Yeah, and, and that makes it challenging, right? But uh, on the upside here, one of the strongest uh, points of this performance was uh, the tuning and tonal quality. It was yeah. really good. I mean, there were some slight issues there in, in actually the first part. The second part for me was better, and, and I said to Stu, now I wonder if he uh, was taking lessons from Banjo Breakdown the last two weeks where we were going from top hand to bottom hand a lot, and there was big changes. I don't know if it was Stu that had big changes, but we talked about this a lot. Um and uh, in the second part, things evened out a little bit more there. So uh, maybe he picked up on some cues from the last couple of weeks there. But uh, yeah, really nice bagpipe. Definitely enjoyable to listen to. There it is. Yeah. Nice job. Uh, really nice. I, I'm, I feel bad that the score doesn't reflect. Like I, I can tell he put a lot of work in this week, and that sounds really, really nice. Um, I just feel like, you know, we just need to get over the hump, right? Like we need to get that rhythm nail. I feel like if you just really got the rhythms correct in the second part and on the click, 
it really could have just trickled all up to a nice high score, like a 67 or like a 69 or a 70 even, you know? It's just the rhythm is is really the straw that breaks all the other camelbacks. Yep. How's that for a turn of phrase? Still a really strong performance, so don't be discouraged in the least bit. Definitely one of my higher scores. This was one of your higher scores? Or Anders is? Yeah. Anders or Stu? No, I said Stu is one of my higher scores. Uh-oh. Today. Or yesterday, but yeah. Okay. I'm ready for the next one. All right, here we go. do this one um so um so good so high a to c in second part not always perfectly clean rhythmic accuracy embellishments early sometimes good hold on the notes before the tacoms we don't hold the notes before the tacoms so i don't know what that comment's all about uh but what he means is the tacoms were nicely on the beat which is fine nice holds also on the last line oh boy uh the high a was a tad short but okay Yep, the first high A, I think, is what he means. Single grace note quality. D grace note and tacoms just a bit out of sync on occasion. Yeah, and you're also playing an incorrect grace note on beat two of the first part each time, which should be mentioned because uh, you should fix that. Always G grace notes on the beat, right? Sometimes there's other things on off beats, but 99.8% of the time we need a G grace note there. You were playing like an E or, yeah, you were playing an E. Yeah. Uh, embellishment quality, nice high G doubling, half doubling, crush a bit, blah, blah, blah. What I don't like is the dot cut quality. Um, 
it, for me, it was not 3.5. Um, there are some big issues with that. Needs to be more like a three. Uh, and there's just a lot of spots where you're abandoning the dot cut to suit kind of what your fingers want. Right? That's very bad. We don't want that. We want... It's also technically what we would what we would call a fusion, where we have a short note leading into a doubling. But there's lots of major lapses like that. So so we can get better quote unquote expression by getting that dot cut quality and consistency happening a little better. So I have a problem with that. But overall, it is, was very well played. Tonal quality. Yeah, tonal quality, real nice. And uh, the tuning, I think, was also very nice. Nice drones to each other was only kind of true in the beginning. I think the blowing changed a little bit throughout and maybe the drones drifted or maybe they're not calibrated the right way. But by the end, they, they were uh, slightly out of phase with each other. But by the end, maybe not so true. But I agree that the scores should be in the high 60s based on uh, you know what we know about the scoring rubric. Yeah, I would modify the rhythmic accuracy also a little bit because yeah. um, I felt like Anders was a little bit behind most of the time, playing a little bit behind the beat, sometimes arriving a little bit late, except for the obvious points where we're jumping you know, way ahead. Um, <clears throat> and then, I don't know, it, it, there was no groove. There re, for me, there was really no groove here. It's hard to keep tapping. You know, It wasn't easy to tap my foot to. Yeah, a lot of friction. Could, but it was just... Missing that groove a little bit. So it was still uh, good, though. It was still very good. So maybe it's a 3 instead of a 3.25. But it is still good. But I totally agree with what you're saying. Like, like it needs improvement. And we need to really be nailing those beats square on. Uh, and that's going to help a lot of these other things uh, come out. Uh, newsflash, folks. This tune's actually really hard to play. It's way harder than it looks. And just because it's two uh, parts doesn't mean it's not going to kick your butt. All right, next one. Here we go. Just got to get it uploaded. Getting ahead of me. It's, it's really nice job, though. I agree. Right. We're really going nice to have job. John up next. It's uploading. So I got a haircut last Thursday. By the way, today's episode is brought to you by Newman's own classic oil and vinegar dressing. Uh, very, uh, it's very diet friendly because it's extremely low in carbohydrate. And also what I like about Newman's, <laughs> I, just, I just saw it in the shot, so I wanted to talk about it. And what I like about Newman's own dressing as well is they they use a very few ingredients. You know, uh, there is technically a little bit of canola oil in there, which you don't really want. But um, we are ready. But uh, but very few ingredients and um, like none of there's no weird chemical names in the ingredient list. You know what I mean? Like I try to you're going to drizzle this all over delicious vegetables. It shouldn't have a bunch of chemicals in it, right? Vegetables probably have enough chemicals on them as it is. 
I digress. Unless you buy organic. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Here comes John. Who did this one? You did or Fusco did this one? You did yeah. this one? Fusco did this one? I wasn't paying attention. Rob Matheson chatted me during that and uh, told me that my new jacket and vest is ready. So uh, um, I, I got a new jacket. It's kind of a long story. I, I won't get into it, but, but for my solo uniform and kill, I needed one. So it's ready and he's bringing it on the cruise and he said, the jacket's a 46 long, but the shoulders are a little bit broader because they just are. And, you know, I do, especially when you're playing pipes, you definitely, the shoulder space could be really good. There you go. That extra room on your left side is bigger. It's not actually. I have the skinniest arms ever. I really have to, I really have to work. I've been procrastinating working on it at the gym. Okay. That was a good performance. Right, so, Go ahead. Um, John, I thought it was really good in many, many areas. I definitely have been a little bit more uh, uh, critical, I guess you would say, <laughs> compared to Andy on some of these scores. But um, a couple of small phantom crossing noises, well, not so small, from high A to C. Um, and, uh, yeah, like here in the first part and then behind the beat in most uh parts just a little bit you know it's it's subtle but you're just a tiny bit behind really got to get right on top of that ball if you will or right on top of the beat all the time um except for of course the earliness in these tackles which we've been working on all week and you're really not far off but i can hear the degrace note on the click of the metronome um, or in this case, in the ending phrase, same thing with the F or the E. Dotted note is the one that's actually falling on, on the beat there. So keep working on that. I know it's not easy to break that habit. Um, 
And then, you know, a couple of small grace note sync errors, that kind of stuff. Dethrows I thought were nice. Doubling a couple of issues getting that first step, the G grace note to whatever the note is. Um, a couple of those had some sync errors. Dot cut consistency was really good, except for the earliness. Um, and then uh, also sometimes this last note rounded out quite a bit. So good in some examples a little less so in others, but uh, you're on the right track, so keep at that. And then you mentioned that your read is sort of brand new, so that's no big deal. I mean, uh, a little sync and then bringing up the the pressure a tiny bit would, uh, would probably fix that, so I'm not too worried about that. Just wasn't the best uh, for the recording, but yeah, a little sync and it'll be good to go. A big yeah. sync. A big sync, yeah. So you, that, you know, when you listen to the E, not so much the E, but definitely the F, a little bit the high G and the high A, like, you know how it, the sounds like you're getting hit in the face with a two by four, right? That's usually a good indication that it's flat. And again, if you're wrong, you can always go the other way, but usually that two by four in the face feeling when you play a note, that's flatness. So you, what you need to do is sync that read. So we need to sync it because the high hand notes are really, really flat relative to the bottom. So even, even though you just switched out your read at the last second, you can still, you can still um, get that read seated properly. You know, maybe you end up with a sharp or a flat note because you haven't had time to fine tune it, but you can get everything in the ballpark by um, seating the read properly, utilizing the magic of the graduated tuning effect. You know, if it makes your ears like literally bleed, or makes you want to stab yourself uh, in the face, that's usually sharpness. I wasn't critical. I was nice. <laughs> right. Um, that's right. And then and if you if you are like, yeah, if, if you're wanting to inflict violence upon yourself, that's usually sharpness. If you feel like violence has been inflicted on you by another, that's usually flatness. Interesting way to, to think about it. Yeah. I don't know that I disagree. That <laughs> uh, usually, and then you could be wrong. I think uh, you know, could be wrong. Uh, and then sometimes people hear things in different ways. Like maybe maybe it's different. It's like when I see the color green, do you see the exact same color, or is it different for everybody? We don't really know, because because whatever it is, we're calling it Just green. Philosophical questions. Exactly. Uh, meanwhile, just sync your read. You'll be all set. I like this performance. I thought this performance, uh, you know, I think maybe there's a subconscious bias that comes in because the tuning of the chanter wasn't great, but the drones were pretty good. Um, I think, and, the, and I think they're actually tuned fairly well with low A and stuff, right? So uh, I think it might've just been the tuning of the chanter that kind of soured us to wanting to hear the good things in the finger work instead of, and instead I think we focused on the, the less good things. It's possible. Definitely possible. I would take the grip out, John, take the grip out of the first bar because it's just causing a lot of, it's causing a lot of uh, problems with the flow of that phrase. Um, and then maybe, you know, maybe we can work on working it back in, but 
you wouldn't because the way you're playing it is way different than you would want to sing it. The you would want to sing it like this. Even though the grip's in there, that's how you would want to sing it. Something like that, maybe, let's say. But the way that you're playing it is more like this. Right? Different. Different. And I'm, I'm, I'm teasing you a little bit, but that's also, that's reality. The grip is not musically fitting into it yet. Right? Because it... it it's deviating drastically from how you would want to actually sing the melody of the tune, right? I'm probably going to take it out. I can play it, but it's a lot of work. Okay. Cool. Ready for another? Yeah. Here comes Bat. Who did this score? Andy. Okay, good, because this score isn't it's right. Secret. I'm doing one and the other. <laughs> this score isn't right. Yeah, but I haven't even been paying attention that much. So, um, All right, tuning is lower than three out of five. I'm really sorry. Um, the chanter was really sharp to the drones. Um, high G may or may not have been flat. Uh, but also, every time there was a change in blowing, the drones went way out of phase with each other. So, uh, Beth, I don't know. I don't see you out there, Beth, but um, meaning they're either not calibrated or you need to switch drone read brands, one or the other. Um, yeah. I like easy drones because they're as advertised. Easy. Easy drones. Stick them in, calibrate them, you're done. Uh, but anyway, so um, unfortunately, three out of five needs to be a little lower than that. And then tonal quality... 
the giant choke needed to be noted there and needs to be a little lower because we had big big tonal quality problems and a giant choke aka sorry uh scale navigation oh uh, carl you can handle the rest i think the rest is is probably on the money yeah scale nav was i thought good um you know a couple of small little catches here and there nothing jumped out of me uh, there in in first listen um rhythmic actually definitely jumping off some of the the notes a little bit early um like in the second part but i thought i heard a couple that were that were good and controlled like this tackum I thought was really good, nice on the, nicely on the offbeat. I think you're rushing the one with thumb grace note, which is a common theme. A lot of people were doing that. You know, the ones that really were holding themselves accountable for um, getting all of these cut notes on the offbeat often played this thumb grace note early as um, in, in contrast to that. Just because, I don't know, it's a thumb grace note, it's a little scary. Uh, so... That that definitely was happening a little bit there, Beth, and also others. I like the grip in the. I like the grip though. The grip was nice. Yeah, grip was nice. Uh, good. Yeah, other than that, I thought it was really good. Nice job, Beth. Nice job, Beth. I think she took the morning off. I don't think she comes to these anymore. Maybe she's busy. Maybe she didn't want to hear about the cruise. Just jealous. All right, let's do another. Here comes Ken. How many more do we have? We got plenty, so. We're not going to get to the end? Yeah, probably we run out of time. Yeah, probably not get to everybody, but. There you go. We'll get to all of uh, Andy's. Um, All right, here we go. Here goes Ken. I feel like I was probably a little bit harsh here, but uh, no, same time. Um, I don't know. Let's go through it. Really strong. Second part 
had some big issues. So, um, you know, my overall thought here was definitely we got to slow this down and really, really work on getting actually on the beat. Um, so in the second part, as we've been working on this week, you know, again, no surprises here, um, but the, the short notes, the cut notes here that are supposed to be on the offbeat are coming super, super, super early. Um, we really got to wait for that. Um, really wait and line up that cut note every time right with the click of the offbeat, um, the click of the metronome there. Uh, let's see, a couple of maybe small phantom crossing noises in the second part, but really no big issues there. Uh, rhythmic accuracy, as I mentioned, big issue um, throughout, definitely uh, early. Doubling's okay, a couple of strikes, uh, pretty good. Work on the first steps there. Um, grips need to be more open. Let's hear those. Burls super early. Dot cut consistency as mentioned. And then, you know, maybe it was a little tough on the tonal quality there. But we did have a big choke. We had flatness throughout, underblowing, not in the sweet spot, in other words, um, throughout. So maybe that one could have edged up a little bit more because it was still in generally enjoyable if you ignore the flatness we still have a good base of sound there um, but lacking a little bit of well not living up to the potential I guess of the read and then you know pretty well tuned drones would be much better at at the sweet spot it just didn't seem to be Ken's jam to this week I, I feel like he was struggling with struggling to get the instrument to sound good and uh, it's kind of like in basketball like if, if you're not doing well on offense it, it sometimes has a negative impact on how well you play defense, even though the two things should be different. It's like, I think in this case, the bagpipe wasn't quite as good as Ken usually gets and it maybe was distracting him from uh, a lot of the basics. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely a thing. More of the story, Ken. Take it slow. No big deal. Go a little bit slower and really hone in on playing on the beat um, and you'll see huge improvements. Process. Yeah. You know, there's there's no fundamental issues here. Well, some fundamental issues, but you're going to get them corrected if you go at a slightly slower tempo. The fundamental, the big fundamental problem that's causing everything to unravel is the rhythmic aspect. We're not getting the rhythms correct, and we're it, and it's hard to work on it because we're so early to the click all the time. There you go. So maybe a little harsh, but. We still like you, Ken. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and we're we're gonna be gonna we're gonna be in the Caribbean in a week, so nine days anyway. Yeah. Okay, let's. Yeah, we're gonna go with probably our winner this week. Probably. You're assuming. We have Roberta here. You know what happens when you assume. Well, I didn't say assume. <laughs> I said probably. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's take a listen, and here comes the score. There we go. Okay.
going to be tough to beat that. Yeah, definitely a strong performance. Though, scale nav, I heard a couple of crossing noises in there in the second part for sure. Yeah, the scale navigation score. Not on me there. Scale navigation score is a little bit high. Yeah. Um, but, accuracy started a little behind, then got ahead. I agree. There was a couple of moments, like in the last line, you jumped ahead one beat. Um, yeah. See, but I would go up. I would go up on rhythmic accuracy, and that would counteract the down I would have gone on scale navigation. So we're good so far. Let's keep going. Yeah. Um, this is the single grace no quality sync issue in the Tacom in the ending phrase. Nice burl. Uh, Tacom's at the end of part, second part, first time through, got out of sync. Yeah, good grips. Dot cut, consistency. Very good most of the time. I would give that low A before the grip a bit more time. No touch in measures two and six. I'm assuming he means measures one and five. One and three. Maybe he's counting the pickup measure. He might be counting the pickup measure. Because there are no grips anywhere else. Anyway. Yeah. Also, just fusion. Translation. Translation. Fusion. Play the B as a, you know, part of the steps of the grip. Um, and then the low A will be as long as it possibly can be. Tonal quality should be... Should be. Tonal quality should be higher. It was... Outstanding. Some variation on the tone of the D's? Okay, maybe. I guess. Like less than Jack Lee and Stuart Little usually have, so. Okay, I'm joking a little bit, but <laughs> it should be higher than a four on tonal quality. And the tuning, I agree. It should be it should be well up into the fours. So there you go. That's how you get above an 80. Yeah, that's really nice. Good job, Roberta. But get rid of those crossing noises. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's only two small ones or something. Yep. There you go. Love it. Good job, everybody. We didn't get to everybody today. And uh, let's, um, let's talk, yeah, Carolyn out there. I, 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 I did a big faux pas in my, um, in my recording. So I apologize to Jen and Carolyn. I listened to Carolyn and thought it was Jen. I mean, it didn't change my score or anything, but I started off my commentary for like a good five minutes calling Carolyn Jen. Oh, uh, whoops. So, sorry to you two. I did catch my mistake. <laughs> but, oh, well. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. I'm pretty sure bigger gaffes have been made in the history of the dojo. By me, probably. Yeah. Um, okay, so... all <laughs> have... Let's listen to Jen's. What were you saying there? Let's let's listen to Jen's okay. before we yeah. quit. Yeah. Cause Jen Jen overcame adversity to create her recording this week. And I I, I haven't heard it yet, so I want to listen to it. You almost got off the hook there. Almost Jen. <laughs> well Jen said Jen said, hang on. I mean, before you press play, let me backtrack. I was under the impression What happened? Did it go away? Am I seeing things? She says, wait until you hear my chanter. 
in one of the earlier comments, meaning she really wants us to listen to it. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Permission to create junk. Okay, can I just say before we continue that Jen was chatting with me out of her mind because she couldn't get her pipes in tune. Listen, listen, listen to this. Pipes are literally like perfectly in tune. Drones are 100% locked, zoned into the chanter. Like, did you have Bruce Gandy in the room with you, like making sure the pipes are perfect or what? score you or Andy I did it's a little low no I think it's all right So, it was good, John, really. I mean, uh, and we had a couple of slips there, definitely some earliness in, in places. Um, what's up with the G grace note to F? There's, in the F doublings and high G doublings, there's like a weird, I'm not sure what you're doing. Maybe, it's a grace note. Actually, I wonder Sink. if it's that. When you play a G grace note to F, does your finger stay down and then you switch? Yes. Or do all fingers come off as you go to F? It's a very slight grace note sync okay. error, and she's had it for a long time. So. Right, that's what's happening. So she's still, she plays the grace note ever so slightly before she goes to the F. Uh, and it's only when she's coming from E. So. Got to work on that. Nice job. Yeah, we all have to go. Let's let's not uh, dig deep too deep into the score. But Jen, that was really really nice. The bagpipe sounded really good. Yeah, I would have probably probably on second listen put the tuning up a little higher. Mm. And the tonal quality didn't seem that bad on second listen either. But yeah, nice job. 
Now stop complaining every damn week and just do your recordings. Stop freaking out and just improve a little bit every week. Gosh, gosh darn. Um, all right, good job, Dojos. Good job, Dojos. Nice job. We will not see you next week. Unless they have good internet on the plane, I'll go live from my uh, my economy seat. And uh, there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, we won't see you, but do your recordings nevertheless, and we'll you know like listen to them on a plane or something. And I think you'll I think you'll still get feedback on the recordings. Yeah. yeah. So you still got to do the recordings, people. It's not like you get you you don't get any time off. No. No. <laughs> John Holcomb goes, hey, John, other M, uh, where's your recording? <laughs> uh -huh. No complaining, no complaining from the couch. Uh, no critiquing from the couch, people. That's our new phrase. If you don't get your butt off the couch and get your pipes out and make recordings, then... You're not, you can't you everyone's everybody has the last two notes in the part it's wrong don't don't carl don't don't take the bait okay i'm stopping the stream now yeah.